Before we get started, there's something I'm really excited to share with you. It's no secret that we think diversifying your income is incredibly important. One way that we do it is by investing in rental properties. We've done a ton of research, interviewed experts, and invested over $100,000 of our own money in income-producing rental properties. I am proud to announce that we're launching Rental Properties for Passive Investors. It's a course on exactly how you can passively invest in rental properties. Like our podcast, it's incredibly actionable and details exactly how we've both purchased and managed our rental properties. It also includes a year of investable, the analysis tool we use to make sure the rental properties we purchase are actually profitable. Finding the deal is half the battle. You need to know your numbers to make a profitable investment. We're running a pre-sale for $100 off. Head over to listenmoneymatters.com slash REI to learn more. That's listenmoneymatters.com slash REI for $100 off rental properties for passive investors. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Listen Money Matters. Procrastination is like masturbation. It feels good until you realize you're fucking yourself. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? That I love that catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank uh, you for uh, Kevin S. Thank you for that catchphrase. Just, just mm. get that out of the way. Thank you, Kevin. I, I'm extra happy because I'm drinking. So you have your... Uh, brewery Weldworks that you drink like only, almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, well, around here there's a lot of Evil Twin. Yep. And I am drinking a big ass money stout. And nice. The, the label just has dollar bills and slices of pizza on it. I don't. Why is that? I don't know. But that pretty much are the two. Those are the two icony things that represent me as a person. Yeah. Money pizza. and pizza. Mm. While mm. drinking a beer, like nailed it. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I'm also drinking an Evil Twin beer. Oh yeah, and it's called <laughs> I and Love it's a You. Stout. I call you. It's called I Love You with my stout. Mm. I don't know what that means, but there is a little thing on the side here. Uh, it's actually in Brooklyn. Yeah. Ah, huh. all right, cool. It's, it's nearby here, but you know, because you were saying, I didn't know what you were drinking. You said yeah. it was like twelve something percent. Twelve percent, yeah. That's 12? actually the name of their LLC, 12% LLC. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Is that on, does that say it on your can? Mine somewhere? says 17.2%. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, no, mine says Lurvig, I guess. Huh. Oh, they might be a contract brewer. Oh, no, you're right. Distributed by 12% LLC. Interesting. Brooklyn, New York. Cool. Well, mine's pretty good. I like it. Mm, um, mine is damn good. Well, we're going to need the alcohol today because uh, we are talking about... Should I buy a house? So to kind of like frame it. Yeah. Um, it was just a random day and you kind of text me like, hey, like, can we talk? I need to talk. Yeah. And we just kind of talked. And so that is what you will hear. And it is um, it is very real. So here's the thing. Every time we jump on Skype, we set our recorders to just automatically record. So that just in case moments like this happen, we have an audio recording of it because we use our good mics and we use our headphones whenever we chat just, you know, as friends, like off the cuff through Skype. So this was a conversation and I am kind of trying to remember, I think this is like early December 
Um, Because I was super depressed in early December because of my whole housing situation in in Jersey. I have this, you know, I talk about it all the time and complain about it, but I remember being super bummed out about that. And and I and I was talking to you about that. I think that's where the conversation sort of started. And then it was like, I think it migrated to me wanting to buy a house here in Colorado and just feeling like, I don't know. And you basically telling me What's what up? you your thoughts, yeah, mm. about that. And uh, I will say that uh, I don't, you know, this was a month ago that we recorded this, but things are better. Because if it's if it sounds a little depressing, I, I I remember it being kind of sad, and then it turns around at the end. If I'm if I remember yeah. correctly, uh, but basically I've been um, I read this book called Profit First, and I'm employing that in my business, and I'm I'm taking more money out of my business instead of sacrificing myself and trying to save as much cash as possible, uh, so that when the time comes, and it's not ready yet, but when the time comes, I will have cash to buy a house the one that you want the one that i want yep the one that you i love and i and i think you say this in the episode but if you don't say it i want to just i want to say it right now before we get started but Mm. you said something that has stuck with me for the last month and i've told probably three or four people personally what you said and it's an anecdote and i love it it's Mm. he's like his is i'll I'll, i'm gonna pretend to be andrew you said you're going to be that guy who who there's going to be a couple somewhere in the world who you know bought a house that they couldn't afford and they need to get out of the house cuz maybe they got a job somewhere else so they're going to have to move and you're going to come in like the superhero you are and go, "Hey, I, I see that you want to get rid of this house. Uh look, I'll take it off your hands, no problem. I'll be there." But I want it for this price. And they're like, you know what? We have to sell it. So yeah, just give it to me. Yeah, sell it. I'll sell it to you. I take the house and I'm their hero because I came in, swooped in, and bought their house because they needed to sell it because they were in dire straits. And at the same time, I got a killer deal because I waited, I was patient, and those people were in, in dire straits, and I actually helped them out. So I'm both the angel and I am the guy who gets a killer deal on a house. Right. And I'm like, that is a great scenario to think about is like save someone else's save someone else from their mistake while at the same time getting something that is worth it for you. Make it your huge win. Make it the huge win. So I am all about that. And I have and I, you know, so let's just let's just get into the episode. Let's do it. Deal. Yo, what's up? Is that is that your Sunday hoodie? Yeah, Sunday hoodie. <laughs> um, just coming to coming to terms that I am uh, super depressed over this condo situation. Which the New Jersey one? Yeah. Just trying to. I just texted my land or my property manager and was like dude i need to talk to you because i'm losing my fucking mind i'm i'm trying to deal with not necessarily the money part of it i don't think because if it's the time part you know that you're too involved it's it's not time it's my mental anguish over this mistake it's how do i change my mindset thing like i literally have no fucking help like i got no one on my side like everyone's just like (laughs) 
Matt, trying, I'm on your side. Ask well, me things. I mean, well, I like I've already done my research. At least, at least I think I did. There's no property management companies in my area, so like I am stuck with like individuals, and it's a, it costs me a hundred dollars a month for him. Not that like he really is a stickler about the money part. Because I mean, let's just talk with real numbers, right? So you bought it in 2008 for 175 108, right? Yeah, that, that sounds so, about right. And right now the estimate is 147391. So minus 147391. So if you were to close this out right now and you just punted the entire process out, you would need to have cash $27,717. I would never take a hit like that. That's just that's a lot of money, dude. And so this was and, and we could I could look at the exestimate because I, th- I think you need to understand like it is a shitty situation that you've turned into really not a bad like honestly Matt over the course of and let's forget this woman let's say to the beginning of 2018 on average how much do you eat a month one to two hundred dollars yeah uh, and, and not so include well no I, I mean that's including no turnovers so. And it's been uh, eleven years. Wait, yeah, no, no, it's been. I'm sorry, ten years. So well, I say, lived in it. I lived in it for the first five. Okay, so I, so, so, so then, so it's been five say years. five five years of losing two hundred a month, right? Uh, it's more than two hundred a month because we'll, we'll if, add in incidentals. So that well, if I have if I if I have a new tenant every year, which I pretty much have, um, and you count like the that if you, even if you count like. Let's even if you were conservative and said it cost two thousand dollars to turn over the property, and then plus the first month's rent goes to the real estate company that you know, um, you're talking about close to thirty five hundred a year. So like if you divide that by twelve and add it to the two hundred dollars, it's like more like you know it's obviously more significant. I think that you're looking at this from the woe is me angle. I am certainly. I think exactly my problem. Well, I think that you fucking cleaned up. I mean, so the so say you lost two hundred dollars a month over five years. That's twelve thousand dollars, right? So you've lost twelve thousand dollars so far. the The Zestimate graph doesn't go back far enough for uh, two thousand eight. Uh, well, so, hundred. Um, I mean, if the Zestimate's one forty seven, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I would say like. 130 somebody would buy it for 130 today well no i meant in, in oh. like 2008 2009 because what, what i'm trying to show you is oh you i t- got a i got a fucking deal on my place so well, it was definitely okay. no worth one more. was be, a, buying anything in 2008 All oh no no, properties- no 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 not we're not we're not talking about like we're talking about pre-2008 like people were buying like crazy okay you didn't get a deal you did not get no a deal. I, no i didn't but 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 Compared to everyone else in that development, I did, yes. But not, you're right. In the grand scheme of things, no. I got the, literally paid the most amount of money for this place ever. Okay. And it will probably so, never, and if we're, at the, if we're at the peak market right now, like that property is never going back to 175. Mm. No, no it, it might not. But it no. doesn't have to. Because okay. we've talked about ways that, that you can approach this. So one, okay. and, and I don't, let's, let's assume that someone, there was actually going to be a buyer in 2008 for $100,000, which is bullshit. No one was going to buy it, let alone for 100000 But if you were able to sell it, that means you would have, you essentially lost $75,000, yeah. right? And so 
now over five years and we could add in so let's add in uh incidentals of eight thousand dollars over five years not well, counting also, your monthly loss also there was a whole year where it was vacant so i paid for that too okay we have seventy five thousand as as a optimistic loss in the mm-hmm. beginning, and we get add in all the thousands of dollars. But I think you could see that, like over the last five years or, or whatever, you you have essentially stemmed the loss of at least forty thousand dollars. Okay. Right. Yeah. And because you haven't sold it, you really haven't lost anything. So you so say you lost twenty thousand dollars over ten years. And the thing is, you do have an asset that could potentially make you money in the future if if we did, uh, or if you did like a refinance, remortgage, which we had talked about, right? That that was certainly one option. Yeah, you mean like push it back to thirty years again? Right. So mm-hmm. so you rewind, reduces the cost, and then it is actually profitable a month. Look, step one, you want to get a tenant in, right? Because you could. Like use something like Roofstock to sell this property. Property with tenant, like, and if the numbers look good, uh, an investor will buy it. And but the, the the point being, Matt, is this super sucks. Obviously, it super sucks. My indie property was vacant for almost six months of this year. That super sucks. And that's the one I'm taking the most risk on because it's on my personal social, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I think if you look at it high level, you took a loss of 75,000 or more and you've only lost maybe 20. And that's not to say that like it doesn't get better, right? Like this, there would have been a monthly profit potentially or break even with this tenant provided she paid what she was going to pay. We did the math. And then if you refinanced, you might've even turned a profit on it. Well, now I would have. That's the thing. Like, I got this weird. I got this. So I got a surplus check in the mail today, mm. right? Or yesterday for taxes and yeah, know. thirteen hundred though. That's awesome. It's a big surplus, and my mortgage is going down by a hundred dollars a month because they they Why? assess the taxes. Oh. I think they assess the taxes because well, they're so escrowing low. your taxes. Right. And, right. So, like, dude, it super sucks. I've sent umpteenth million angry emails to property people. Yeah. Okay, so how do you? I mean, look, you went in buying these properties with that in mind, like you knew you knew this was going to happen. Like You're you an accidental landlord. I'm an. So I had this little like I need to figure out a way to get over that mental hurdle of like I, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Okay, you know what I mean. That's what it Matt, feels like. The news flash for the rest of your life, you will be taken advantage of. That is just, no, I'm, and I'm it's not because you're Matt Giovanni. What? I'm too smart and good looking. It's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> don't don't bank on those being the things that uh, – because I'll tell you what. You're not smart enough and you're not good looking enough to not be com- – and to be completely taken advantage of. Because here, here are some realities. Okay. One is you have this property, which is valuable, that people can suck value from from you. Yeah. You have a slew of businesses that people can and will suck value from you from you have uh influence or whatever that people will use you and take advantage of you to gain access to that stuff and this is shit this is like real life shit that will happen for the rest of your life 
And and if you're lucky and if you're good, it'll only get worse as time goes on because you're being more successful. So I don't think that's a good way to look at it. It's you should try and limit, you know, what happens. And I think that you should delegate some of this stuff out. Like, dude, I paid eight hundred dollars a month for Pinterest that we've yeah. essentially decided was stupid and we're not gonna do it. The I think the price I th- could have been a taken advantage of thing. The amount could have been. It was a mistake. And and I learned and I'm not gonna do it, but do you pay that, for the, that? Is you, thousands more than what you lost on this month with the property? All right, so I can get behind the math, which I need. Money is what, a just math, dude. I know, but what I need is I think I like I, I told you like I need some sort of like mental separation from this property, right? I need it to be its own kind of thing, and I think that hiring this property manager like got did a lot of that when it was just me and him, and then as soon as there's a third person involved, it was like. How do you like he's literally texting me like she you know, I know she's not paying because it's going through my fucking account. And it's like, I don't think I I think it needs to not do that. I think I need to what like do you mean find, going through your account. So like it, we use cozy and I'm mm. and it goes right into my bank account. And so like when it when a payment fails, like I know it. Oh, so you're saying she's not attempting it. It literally uh, she has no money in her account and, and cozy's trying to suck it out. And they're like, it's it's not working. And so I'm like, God damn it. It's a fucking deadbeat in my house. And then I have to call him and go, yo, you need to start fucking, you know, you need to do this. And because okay. he does 2018, stop calling people. You could do an email. Texting. Right? I do text. Texting. Don't, yeah. Dude, text is immediate. That's interruptive. You're on the couch with Stephanie, like chilling. And then you get a text because, you know, the time yeah. zone is whatever. And now right. you're pissed. Right. You get an email. And you right. deal with it tomorrow. I need some sort of system because i i felt like when i my last tenant was in there and i was in control that it was so much better because it was i was an email i never checked i had a va that was checking those emails and she would only add it to asana she wouldn't it wouldn't be through slack she would add a task to asana like hey this but but my last tenant paid on time all the time and so like she was fucking great for two and over a year and a half and i'm like I want that again. And um, right now, it's like I, I hired this guy to mitigate my stress, and it's literally gone the complete opposite. And it's like, do I... That's you, though. You're doing that to yourself. And, and yeah, I think how do it, I is, fix, it is how do worth I fix considering... From like, it is worth considering why is this stressing you out? Not, like, forget about the numbers... Yeah. Uh, let's not bullshit each other. You can float that and still do everything sure. you want to do. Well, I don't know. Can I buy a house? I, I mean, I have repeatedly told you I think it's a terrible idea right now for you, right now as in the date and time of these conversations. I think that you should wipe that from your mind for like a year. And I think that you will super appreciate it. No, like, I am. Save. I, mean, next, I mean, next year though. I, like I, even I would year, say like, no, dude. I would say, you know, I, I have some really interesting graphs to show you because once, shame on, I don't know, the banks, twice the same mistake. Maybe that's shame on you. You have to, you have to like, uh, you have to balance your wants and your needs and like what is actually necessary. Like, I know what you want. I think that you are prescribing like too much value to this thing 
that really doesn't. It is a you think renting this shit out to this tenant is a pain in the ass. Like owning a property is a pain in the ass, Matt. I own I own one, I know. Yeah. And I have to fucking manage it from a distance. Yeah. Ta- I mean, I'm surprised the taxes went down in Williamstown, New Jersey. Uh, I, I do, am do too. Do you think but taxes are going down in Boulder? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about in Boulder. Actually, now we've we've kind of shifted our mindset. But I, yeah, I can look at my so my tax assessment is sitting right here. It's 126. It's fucking low. And I'm like, okay. great, I got money back and whatever. But if shit hits the fan, I'm not gonna be able to sell it. And then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I literally fucking don't know. And we're about to talk to a broker and I'm about to get like a dose of reality check. <laughs> oh, my God, Matt, Matt, stop, 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 stop. You're 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 doing the same thing over again. You're making a mistake. Please just cancel the meeting. I did. OK, because uh, he, here's the thing with money. And, and I think that you know this. The thing with money is it often acts as a proxy for confidence. Remember how you felt when you had no money? Yeah. And your your personal confidence and all the things. And un, and imagine, and then remember how you felt when your credit card was filling up and you're spending too much in the business and then you sold a business, which you could spin into however you want to spin it. But given no issues, you could have just let it sit there like you've done for years with Swim University. Mm-hmm. So remember how you felt then and you know think of how you felt right before this person called you with this property. I would prescribe a lot of confidence to you. Your your net worth has been doing really well. You have mm-hmm. been making money. You are you're taking money out of your business and you have like a cushion. You have 70 something thousand dollars which will 90 dude that that will weather you through almost anything i mean i couldn't even imagine what could you could fucking do to yourself to lose ninety thousand dollars and dear god i hope you're skyping with me during the process so i could stop you so so think of that and now like what do you want to do you want to get another house and literally the home is the that the one home that you did buy has been the bane of your existence mm-hmm I own multiple and I've been repeatedly telling you that it sucks and I have plenty of cash. And do you see me buying more properties? I, I don't know. I mean, you you would know, but no, I haven't. I haven't bought any properties for two to three years. And so now imagine you with mm-hmm. another home you could live in or whatever. Then it's a total money pit. Yeah. And zero dollars in your bank account. No buffer. You're going to feel like shit, dude. All of a sudden, you want to go out to a bar and ball. Now, what is it going to do? It's going to mean it's going to be no impact on anything. You could run negative for months in your business and be fine personally, but you're going to put yourself on the precipice again. But tell me that there is a point at which I can. There is a point in which you can. And I feel like we, to a degree, like we've kind of talked about this. There are numbers and we, and we can sit down and get real nerdy with spreadsheets. There, there are numbers that like you can buy a house and be comfortable, but yeah. the number is not nuking everything you have. Right. right and it is right. not nuking 95%, 90, 80. Like all of a sudden, when all of your worth, like it just was, is added to this one asset, what a, I mean, like it's ridiculous. But if a meteor came 
and hit that house, you still have to pay the mortgage, but you can't rent it out. Like, don't do that to yourself, dude. You are in such a good place now. You like, I think you can see and feel the exponential improvements in your setup because you're saving. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, I will send you all of these terrible doomsday graphs, and I don't know when it'll happen. You know, and yeah. it may be years. But why don't you buy a deal for once in your life? Why don't you get the house from the people who just did what you are telling me you want to do? Right. They bought something they can't afford with everything they have, and then they lost their job or something, and they need a shrewd dude like you to come in and rescue them for an awesome deal. Because it's about time you had one of those to brag about. I agree. That's a good way to think of it. Well, I'm I'm relieved that you agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm still that's fine. I can I can deal with that. I think what I'm more concerned about is how do I like I guess I need to set up some sort of process to just get me emotionally out of this other house. Meaning so, like it it can still exist and I can still pay for it or do all those things, but like I if if I get a if I get an email, even a text message, what anything, dude, it's gonna, you're it's already you're already eighty percent of the way there. You have a property manager. I do. He sounds like someone who cares and will do a good job. Yeah. He had no idea that she, she had he had no better idea than you or anyone besides I don't know Bank of America that she was going to be a deadbeat. Like yes. that sucks. Sometimes the dice roll and you get like I don't know snake eyes or whatever whatever the one sure. is really so, is snake yeah. eyes bad. Yes, it, it's bad and in craps. Yes. <laughs> but you have a VA who is from, who is familiar with dealing with the rental property. You could even put the VA in between you and your property manager guy. You can ask him to not text you and only send emails. Mm -hmm. I only get emails and I don't, I usually takes me almost a week. First of all, it takes me almost a week to reply to any email, mm -hmm. but I think about it, I discuss with Laura, Hem, and Haw, and then I send one short email based on what we think is best. When you get yeah. a text, it's immediate, it's in your face, so I think get rid of the text. If you need to, layer it so she can deal with whatever and it, it distills down to you, and I think you need to know that any decision that you make with this property does not matter. It really doesn't matter. If you, it takes you three months to stick someone in there and they're paying $100 less than your mortgage, you're fine. I don't think as long as you don't do something dumb, like spend 100% of your money on another fucking house. Okay. I can do that. Like, you're, you're starting to feel the wealth. Let it marinate a little bit, dude. <laughs> All right. Will, will I ever make money on this property? Yeah, you absolutely will make when, money on when? this property. Like, what do I have to do? Because I think if I start to, if it, if it starts, the faster I can get to that goal, hmm. and I don't know how to do that, or at least so it, here, I know here's it's the coming. Cool thing, this is the cool thing with properties. Is so, first of all, if you put your money in the market, you're yeah. going to earn on average 7%. We've beaten that to death on, on the show, yeah. right? Homes. Uh, have generally outperformed the market, but but the the rule of thumb is they will appreciate about three percent a year. So you'll like meet or beat inflation these days. You'll, which you'll has not inflation. happened to me. It's gone down, right? Your home has not gone down in value. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it has gone down since you bought it at the little pit. You like brag about how you literally bought it at the pinnacle and based yeah. on the price and the Zillow thing, like, holy shit. The fact that it hasn't even remotely close to recovered, you definitely did. So you yes. can, you can still brag about that. <laughs> tell that anecdote. But, yeah. But the thing is, these people are paying your taxes you know, the, for the, you know, the long and short of it is that they're paying your mortgage, they're paying the interest, the property is gaining in value. You know, you could refinance now and uh, reduce the payment and get much closer to profitability. And then over time, just due to inflation and stuff, the rent price will go up. But your mortgage is fixed. And your debt is in dollars, and because of inflation, those dollars are worth less and less every year. So your asset increases in value because of inflation, right? It appreciates. Your debt decreases because you print so much dollars, and these dollars are worth less. Your costs are fixed, and your income goes up. That is like why rental properties are so awesome. Obviously, you would want one that was profitable, and you'd do the numbers. You're an accidental landlord, but- Time will dig you out of it. You just have to be patient. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know what that time is. And I, I thought I, dude, twenty years, Matt. Twenty, just stick a marker. We're in like twenty eighteen. So, so basically, when my, when my, when my mortgage is paid off. <laughs> if you refinance, it won't be paid off in twenty. No, years. that's right. And it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. Have you, were you unable to spend $40,000 on your credit card because you have this dumb house in New Jersey? No, no one cares. This debt is just like insulated and it's whatever. So if you put your mind that it's going to be profitable in 20 years, you're certainly give less of a a shit than anything else because that's way in the future. Mm -hmm. It'll probably beat your expectations. Yeah, I guess between now and 20 years, I need to figure out a way to mitigate my stress over it you know like i, I would just have to figure that and, out and pull yourself out because this, this is this is the story this is the story that you know grandpa matt tells to i don't know whoever the youngins are i bought the most expensive house ever in 2008 because i was really really dumb and i paid more than anyone else ever would for something that was not worth whatever right. and i could have lost 75 75000 dollars which in your day is a million dollars or whatever sure. it will be in this future thing but instead i held on to it i delegated all the work and now i'm passing it on to you and i actually lost 0 dollars i turned a profit and now you people who are getting my shit when i die get this asset tax free you're welcome and so your your long and short story is you actually didn't lose a dollar because same thing with the stock market. We're not trying to make money in a year. Mm. You're like, you bought this. You're going to buy and hold it. You made a bad decision. But this is one that you can turn around. It'll be profitable. Mm. And then and then that's the victory story. Or, yeah. or you're just like, I can't deal with it. And then you just eat $27,000. Yeah. So I think the move that you're, I'm, I'm maybe thinking about is I got to talk to my guy tomorrow. Because he said he can't talk today. He'll talk tomorrow. I'll be home. You know, if I want, he wants to go out to dinner or something. Um, but I just want to be like, look, um, I know you got. I know you said you won't take rent payments, but how much would it cost for you to actually do that? Because I know you do it for your own tenants. How much would it cost me for to have you take the payments and to just and take your cut 
and then just just you know you can Venmo me the rest or PayPal me the rest or whatever in every six months or whatever. I don't care. Um, I have my I can put my uh, mortgage payment on automatic whatever. And I kind of and like and don't text me ever again. Just email what me. What you do is you create a bank account. You put ten thousand dollars in it or whatever. The mortgage mm. comes out of that. You don't deposit anything in. Rent comes in there. Mortgage goes out of there, and it just doesn't even matter anymore. I would love for that, him that's to what, do that, right? Why wouldn't he do that? I think that probably your process is more a control freak thing. No, I than- no, I no, absolutely the opposite. He just he just told me he what he wasn't willing to do. And so I just said, "Well, shit. Okay, well then I'll just have to figure out a way to do that." But even still, like I mean, whether he collects it and takes the thing or you collect it through Cozy and then schedule a payment, like yeah. doesn't matter because one it could be not out of your personal account, right? And whatever emails Cozy sends could go to the same email address that your VA goes to, and she can give you a monthly summary, whatever, or just not tell you. I, I, I think it, it doesn't matter. Like, I think you need to look at it not like this terrible thing that's like burning you to the ground because it's the furthest thing from the truth. You made a smart decision by not eating it, besides the fact you weren't able to eat it before. You would have been the typical bankrupt, all that bullshit thing, but you weren't, right? Mm-hmm. You've held on to it. Right. Now, now, like, if you were to sell it, it like the loss would have been like half what it was. I get, you I know, get, yeah, I know. I just, I get, you know, it's a, it's a win. A, it's a yeah. win of a shitty situation. It's hard to see it that way, but I get what you're saying, and Math, I just think. Dude. I know, but I also think just like when it when I when shit goes wrong there, it just fucking it's it just it's a reminder that you I have this shitty situation, right? It's mm. like it's like you know, uh, I but you don't, I don't need know, to feel like that because you literally built a business that earns more in a year than the entire value of this stupid property that's stressing you out, and so you're letting this little thing. I mean, that's a that's a good point. And, and can I just like take a hundred thousand dollars and just pay it the fuck off and and just let it sit? Why? There? Why? Why? When you could lose nothing, you don't know. put more money into a money pit, dude. All right. So I just need to come up with a process for dealing with the property itself, and mm-hmm. I maybe I can get help with on that. I I think you're that right. You have... That's honestly what it is. Like I I took it back when I did when I had a VA and I had a good tenant. Like I fucking was great. I was I felt great about it. And you know I was losing two hundred dollars a month. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, and he was vacant for a while, and you survived that. Well, yeah, that that was stressful as hell. That was okay, but you're also in a different financial position now, and like, let that strength of your bank account that like literally gives you strength stay there, so that it continues to not bother you. Yeah, I guess if I maybe I just need more money in my bank account. We're working on it, dude. Yeah, I know. Like every day, we pick up our shovels. Yeah. And we've, I mean. All right. Thank you. I'm going to, I don't want to waste your time today. No, I mean, it's it's not a waste of time. I just, I, I one, don't want you to make a bad decision. I won't. I won't. I won't. I, I just, you know? I, you know, sometimes I just feel like I'm alone in this. You know, it's like, I, my mom's like, yeah, fucking sell it. I'm like, 
Yeah, you're right. Fucking, I don't want it to stress anymore. And it's don't like, take, don't take money advice from them. What would right, Stephanie say? She would probably be much well, more level headed. Yeah, about but it. right now she's like, you're. This is stressing you out so much. Like, I don't want to see you go through this. And that's what Jason's thing was. Is like, dude, I'm you're. I'm watching you be stressed. Like, fucking walk away. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, uh and I and I just like I can't do that. That would be a fucking blow to my. I would be a bigger blow to my ego to be like, oh, you worked so hard to build your credit up to like eight fifty or whatever fuck it is now, only to go to yourself and walk yeah. away and like like look at what you've done over the past like honestly like five years right for your situation right. and I think like if you look at it holistically you took your you took what was a terrible negative like net worth terrible negative and I. Well, I smoothed it. I didn't. I didn't necessarily fix it, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't trash it. Like I didn't. Like I have friends that walked away from their properties, and now they'll you know they'll rent for the rest of their lives. You you were able to keep the balls in the air long enough. So now, like literally, making no decision is saving you money by the month. Right. I just need to figure out a way to continue making zero decisions and completely removing it from my like thought process because if it's Which gone and just I don't so know happens if it's... To, that's the best thing that you're that's the, the one thing that you're incredibly good at yeah i know D- didn't right. you like create the course on asana for bloggers yeah that you yeah. can go to moneylab.co slash we're not we're not recording an ad right now. <laughs> no 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 but i think we should use this as an episode that's pretty good <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the conversation, the honest, the open, the candid, the fly on the wall conversation between Andrew and I about me buying a house. I don't know how I feel about it. It was a good conversation. I feel good. I should say yeah. that. I feel good. And maybe, maybe it'll be helpful, you know. Good. To well, I'm I'm I hope at least that if that conversation is helpful, that's that's what I care about the most. So, if you missed anything, We'll have everything in the show notes. Don't you worry about that. You can either check your preferred podcast app or visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. Please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us or your family. Point them to your favorite episodes and hopefully they'll become a subscriber too. And if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about on this show in the future or you want more honest, candid conversations like this, Please email us and let us know. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. And all the tools and resources that we normally mention on this show are all available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. So, Andrew, thank you for helping me out with this whole situation. Always. I appreciate it. Cool. Later, man. Later. Please tell your friends about this show.